Welcome or welcome back to Lift You Up Inspiring Health Stories. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham. I'm the founder and chief storyteller of TV Media Group. But for the purpose of this podcast, I am your health and happiness matchmaker. Now, before I introduce you to today's guest, you know what I'm going to ask you to do. Hit subscribe on YouTube, turn on those notifications, and connect with me on LinkedIn. I'd love to stay connected with you. Now, today, you're going to meet a fighter. Yes, literally a fighter. I know this is all about health and happiness. But what I learned today from Diego de Vera is that fighting is all about building connections and confidence. Our physical, mental, and emotional health is not just a want. It is a need for happy lives and prosperous businesses. Lift You Up is the podcast where we share inspiring health stories from business owners who are fulfilling their purpose to live their healthiest lives and helping you do the same. From former TV reporter to marketing entrepreneur and content creator, I care about sharing stories that matter and stories that connect us. I'm your host, Tamika Bickham, your health and wellness matchmaker. Well, today I'm so excited to meet virtually for the first time and learn so much more about Diego de Vera, who is the owner and founder of KO Zone. Hey, Diego. Hello. <laughs> we are, no, I'm so good. It's so nice to meet you. How are you? Super good. Happy to meet you. Absolutely. So I, you know, I'm really interested in today's topic, which you said is all about striking you know, we keep everything health, wellness, happiness focused here. And I am really interested to learn more about your profession, your gym, your journey. Um, so tell us first a little bit about KO Zone and what you do there. KO Zone is, uh, is like a dream that I have long, long time ago. Even when I was, when I started with my martial art journey in Argentina, when I was nine years old. So I always have a dream to open my own gym in my country. I never thought in my life that I'm going to have one of the most known martial arts gyms. I don't, say, I don't want to say in the world, right? But I have people coming from all around the world here. I started when I was nine years old doing Taekwondo when I was a kid. My dad was into the sports. He used to be a goalkeeper in a big team in Argentina and a swimmer. But we all in my family, even my granddad and all the people was into martial arts. So they always uh, want me to do sports and also martial arts, right? But the martial arts give me uh, more, you know, they teach me how to keep doing the things under adversity to become better. It's, for me, it, it's good to teach, even my kids, I have four kids and all of them are into martial arts too. It's good to teach them how to fight, but not with the mentality of going outside and fight with people, no. How to fight in life. Because every day when you wake up in the morning, you have to open the door and go outside and fight for make money for your living, fight to pay the mortgage, and you never know. So it's better to have a mentality of perseverance and consistency and the martial art is a great way to learn all that, no? So you got started at a young age in martial arts because your family is very involved in that. They they introduced you to it. And then, I mean, I think I wrote down here that you ended up as the Pan-American 
champion in South America for full contact kickboxing. So you yeah. really came up through the sport. So tell me about that and how you you really honed in on your skills as an athlete. So you grow in the sport and I transfer to go something harder. It was a kickboxing, right? And you don't start like a pro. You start with the first before fighting pro, even now here in MMA, before becoming a professional, you have to do at least five amateur fights. So uh, in my journey, when I started doing professional, I, I came here to this country when the economy collapsed in Argentina because the company that I used to work sent me here. And I remember I couldn't find a good place to train. Even if there are now it's more popular at that time, they only do, there used to be places who teach cardio kickboxing and cardio boxing. That is the one on the backs and with music. That's not the same that we do in professional things, you know? Okay. So I started training myself at the Flamingo Park in South Beach. Mm -hmm. uh, when I realized I, I made like some kind of bag or whatever, I started training for myself. And one day one guy came, hey, I like how you move. Can I train with you? Yeah, come. I don't know. One month, two months later, I was running in the park with 15, 20 people behind me. <laughs> Really? Because they're bringing people, people. One day, one guy came here, Danny Hawk from Normandy Gym. That was on 2005, six, something like that. He told me that he was opening a gym and if I want to go with the people that I have to teach over there. So I, that was when I started teaching here in USA. Okay. I teach my whole life. So go back to, so leaving, Argent go back to leaving Argentina. What, what made you leave? You said the economy collapsed there. On 2001, the economy collapsed. The banks closed. So, for example, in my case, my dad couldn't pay the loans that he got for the warehouse, for the house. We lost everything. We lost the trucks. We lost all the, stuff, all the things that we have. And I used to start working in another company, and that company told me, hey, do you want to go to try to USA? I said, of course. Yeah. Who doesn't want to come to come to this country, even better in Miami? What is it that you like about fighting so much? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good one, eh? What I like about fighting. I made the best friends in my life fighting with them. We, that's how we started the relationship, in a ring. And they we, we become like this. One day I wrote something that I, one day, for example, I have a guy after the fight, right? There was five, five minutes round uh, that I have an MMA fight with him. And we became like brothers. I was punching him, he punched me back, I was hugging him, I feel his sweat, his blood over me, all right? And there was a thing about how we respect each other at the end. So that's why you see, you know, the fight, they start fighting, hey, I'm gonna kill you, and this and that, and at the end, you feel both of them hugging each other. How many times you saw that on the fight? Not too many. Not too many, you sure? Check every I don't, fight. I don't, although, although I don't watch too many fights, I will tell you. But let's start watching fights. You will see. At the end, they do all the show to, for selling tickets and all that stuff, like okay. in all those YouTubers. But at the end of the fight, you saw both of them hugging each other, grabbing, talking, because the, the, the connection that you have with the other people in the fight is like nothing else. So one of the things that are about the fighting is the, the martial art respect, you know? The it brings the people closer together in a sense. That's the word. So I wanna, cause I wanna understand the mindset. Like, let's say you're fighting somebody the first time. 
what is your mindset going into that? One, one day yeah. I fought a guy that was my idol. I saw him, oh, I want to fight like him. And one day I am fighting with him. And I won. And I have an admiration from him because he was such a great athlete, a guy who was uh, training four times a day, working, and oh, this guy is amazing, and the technique. And I won. And I have so much respect for him. So going into it, though, is your, your mindset one of connection in advance or that only happens after the fight <laughs> both connected both. yeah also that also depends on the person right not all the people not all the people is the same uh, some people needs to be mad with the opponent some people you see him go fighting and smiling and enjoying the moment so it's it's, it's depend the people depend the person depend the background there's a lot of factors that change uh, you moved here and you were in the uniform manufacturing when you moved here to the U.S., but you were going to a park to train because there was really no place to train oh, in South at Florida. That time, it was a couple, but I just get here. I couldn't find anything. I went to a couple of schools to train, and the way was different. Here was more com more commercial, more into getting money for the people, you know, and sell a fantasy. Yeah, I'm gonna teach you self defense. I'm gonna teach you how to fight, and doesn't work like that. In, in my prime, I was a great athlete, and I wanna find a place to really train hard with the best one, and I couldn't find it. So I started training myself, and I keep going. Now there is places everywhere. It became so popular that. Uh, even a lot of people that I used to train open their gym around here, no? And I go with my people to train to their gym. They come here. I try to be like a community, a family, you know? Mm -hmm. so, so you started, no... so you, so when the guy from the park says, Hey, I'm starting a gym over here, bring the 15, 20 people that you kind of just started training organically at the park. You went over there. At what point did you start your gym? How did that happen? So I have my savings and I have one of my students who we were really, cl really close. It was the time that here, 2007, 2008, that there was an economic problem here too with the real estate and all that stuff. So let's say, open, let's, well, we don't open a gym. We open a gym. We open a small location on Biscayne Boulevard and 50 with 4,000 square foot. And we start doing good. It was uh, as, as soon as we started with all the people that I have, we were able to pay the rent and split 100 bucks for each. So when you open a business, the first month, if you are able to get $100, trust me, it's good. <laughs> and after that, we continue growing, growing, growing. It wasn't easy because the rents here in Miami are crazy. Mm -hmm. And now I have this place, I have like a 15,000 square foot with top of the line equipment, like a super nice place on close to Midtown. Congratulations, that's exciting. Thank you. Over how many years did, have you done this? Over 15 years. 15. And in those 15 years, I saw a lot of gyms opening and close. It's sad, right? Because when you have a business, you have all your expectations, you have you put all your money, everything is too expensive, and it, but it's not easy. What do you think is the key for you to stay open and thrive and grow? when it may seem from the outside that people here don't really want to be a true athlete, that they want to just look good for, the, for Instagram. The key is being true, you know? Being who you are, don't sell uh, fake things to the people. I always tell the people, you know, do your research. Mm -hmm. See who is your trainer. 
see who he trains. Don't, don't, don't look at him. Don't think because he's looking great and have a great body and he's going to be the same to you, right? Because maybe he's 20, 24-7 living for himself and working on fitness. You have to work, you have to take care of your kids, you have to take care of, of your family, you have to do a lot of things. It's not so easy. Uh, so that's, I think, is the, is the main thing that makes me last for so long, you know, and having a good reputation. And another important thing that you are into healthy life, lifestyle and being happy, all that stuff, right? I tell the people, what do you want to do when you, when you come here? No, I want to lose weight. I want to learn this and you wanna, I want to learn that. And I tell them, the most important thing for you is coming here and get fun and be happy here. Because when you come to a place that you see everything smiling with no attitude, talking to each other, I have members who comes on the weekend or during the week, they don't come to train, but they come here to see the people. <laughs> like a social club, you know, mm -hmm. to interact. And they bring the kids to play because they're doing martial arts and they, after the class, they start go here outside, they play, they do, you know, a group of friends. Mm -hmm. So that is the most important thing. And that, that, is, that makes me last for so long. Who is martial arts right for? And how can it help people stay healthy? I think it's for everybody, you know? The psychological part of the martial arts is super important. For example, in my personal case, uh, my when I met my, my ex-wife, Marisa, she came from a super bad relationship with her ex-husband no she used to hit her all that stuff so my daughter that was her daughter with the with the other guy bianca uh, she was two three years old and she grew up in that you know mm, that uh, environment that environment the guy took the girl he went to his house we have to my ex-wife have to go to pick up the the daughter with the police and she was crying so when she was four five six years old she she, she didn't want to talk with the people he was scared of everything always crying and stuff so she started doing martial arts with me so the martial arts gave her the extra confidence and it helped her to open another way that you see her now is the sweetest girl ever talk with everybody has to show up everybody love her he go have uh, she's studying business in the university it's another person and continue doing martial arts right so so i think that it's good for every kind of people for the people who has too much stress at work i think different aspects in life there are always going to be something positive about or something that's going to help you if you do martial arts yeah, so I, it sounds like it. It sounds like it really is a lot of confidence, of course, and how you it changes how you feel about yourself. Of course, of course, they give you another. Even if you don't realize, they give you a sense of security. So with my partner, we did a, a show that names Unbreakable Mind that we talk five people with super bad. It was a reality show, it was super bad uh, life experience. One of the women was victim of, of sexual trafficking. Mm -hmm. He was uh, kidnapped for like a six months. Another woman was uh, her ex-husband 
break her head with a baseball bat. People are, and we trade them for five days to the limit. And you, if you have the opportunity, I'm going to send you the link later. You can see the show. Uh, you have to see at the end how the people respond after the training and the confidence that they learn or they get after all the things that we teach them in martial arts. I definitely want to link to that. You said it's like a five-day training, right? I want to link to that below in the show notes, so make sure to send me send me that. Is there anything in your life that you feel like a challenge or something that happened in your life where you're like, I was able to get through this because of martial arts? Yeah. What was that? Because the, all the sports that I did in my life, I not only, I not, I not only did martial arts, I used to play soccer too. I used to do powerlifting. And remember, Fighters, we run, we run a lot, you know, running, running on the concrete stuff. So when I was 40 years old, I have arthritis on my hips to the point that the bone, the femur was stuck with the hips. So you can imagine the pain, the pain. And for me, sports is my life. So I went to different doctors and they told me, no, you have to get out of the sport. She said, no, I'm not gonna get out of the sport. Yeah, you have, you can do, you're not gonna be able to do that. You need a bilateral hip replacement. So I say, well, I do the bilateral hip replacement. Yeah, but if we do the bilateral hip replacement, you're not going to be able to do squats anymore. You're not going to be able to run. You're not going to be able to kick or do all the stuff. Uh, so I keep going and going and going and going and going until I find the right doctor, Dr. William Burke, that in two, in two years ago, three years ago, uh, he's a sport athlete doctor, right? He do the surgery and he changed my hips completely. I have prostatic hips. I was able to continue what I love and even better than before. I have more flexibility. I move better. I run faster and jump higher. But that's why for the martial art, I didn't quit because everybody told me, no, okay, stop. Wait 10, 15 years to get a surgery because you are too young and you can do more than two, three surgeries of the same thing because after a while, the prosthesis, you have to change it. Uh, so because of the martial arts, I was able to continue and not only that, when I came to this country, everything was so hard that I don't care. I keep going and going and going. If I fail, I stand up and I keep going. And I learned that from the martial arts and the sports. What do you mean that everything was so hard? You come from, a, from another country. I came, I, I, I speak zero English, nothing, zero. I was trying to sell uniforms and I wasn't able to, to speak English. I didn't have a car. So I went in the bus from where, all the way around for the hotel restaurant with a suitcase in summer with my tie, sweating. <laughs> uh, I had to go to Doral, I spent two hours on the bus to go to Doral, to the meetings. I went before I go to the bathroom, wash my face, came back, and I came with a visa L1. But the visa, if the company doesn't work, I didn't renew my visa. So I had to make that company work if it's not I have to go, go back to Argentina right. and I didn't want to go you, back to Argentina. You have to make that company so money work, so that you can I, stay. I think that I work in nine, nine days a week, no seven. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So, that so that's why it wasn't easy, you know? So, mm. and martial but arts. You, guys, you can make it this year. So you have prosthetic hips. What does that mean? And how has that affected you in your training and how you work? at the gym with your clients? Uh, having the surgery was one of the best thing that happened to me because I was in so much pain for years that changed completely. 
and doesn't affect me in anything. No, now I am super good. I'm great. Okay, wonderful. I love to hear it. So congratulations on all that you've Thank accomplished. You. Lastly, I do want to ask, um, you know, you mentioned that KO Zone is really for is really for everyone, right? Like any of type course. of person can benefit from having this type of, um, you know, sport in their life. How do you think it helps people stay healthier or live healthier? Because when you get involved on the on the martial art, you always it's, it's like a, you get addicted. You know, you want to learn and learn and learn and learn. And one day you come here and you start kicking low. You can maybe you can kick the leg the leg from someone, or you can do a, a grappling technique or whatever. But next day is another one, and you see that you start kicking higher and higher, and you start moving better. So that helps you to say, you know what, I'm gonna train harder to get at that point. And you see the other people training, I know, and we uh, motivate each other yeah. to become better. So just more athleticism, people I'm sure lose weight, they build muscle, um, and all- Of course, you start, you start feeling uh, good with, your, with yourself. That is the most important thing, you know? I don't care what the other thing think about me. I don't care if I am good, bad, or whatever. But if I feel good with myself, it's like when you go in the plane, the plane is going down, right? You have first you have to put the mask and save yourself. So you have to be good yourself internally and with your body and the stuff to feel good. One of the best things that happen in my life is when my kids come to me and tell me, Papi, I want to be like you. I want to fight like you. I want to be a good this like you. But if I was, a guy who was sedentary, drinking, watching TV, who wanna be like that? <laughs> so I think that the fitness, not only the, the martial art, right? Not only the martial art, martial art, fitness, and the, and the healthy way of living is super important in all the aspects of the, of the life because it's the foundation of everything. Right. If you, right, because if you are not healthy, you cannot help anybody else. Of course, <laughs> of course. Now, Diego, how can people learn more about you and KO Zone? Are you give us the social media, the website, all the places that we can link? Social to media, the website, KOZONUSA.com or KOZON Real World on Instagram. And you can come here. You know, I also give free passes to the people to come, to train, to show in the place, to see how it feels. Uh, it's not like you're going to come here. It's okay, you have to sign the, like another global sheet. You have to sign the membership. You can tell me, Diego, I want to try this. Okay, go try, uh, see. And I'm sure, because I saw it for years, when you come here and you, you see the place, the vibe, and all that stuff, the people sign for this. Side. We don't push anybody to sign uh, agreement or pay, whatever, until they don't want. So the best thing you have to know about us is coming here and have the experience. Awesome. Is there anything else that you want? And when to are you coming? <laughs> Whenever you'll have me. I want to check it. I've always wanted to try. You know, I always wanted to try boxing for a very long time. For a very long time. Bueno, you know where to go now. <laughs> Absolutely. Is there um, anything else you wanted to add that I didn't ask you? Uh, no, I just tell the people, you know, to, to get out after all this time, all these crazy years that we have, enjoy the life. Because now you know what is not being able to do things, right? So be happy with the little things that you have that are, that are more important. Right. Your loved ones, your family, uh, not the mature things, you know, because that you have it today and next year you wanna, you wanna want something different. But go outside, enjoy where you live, 
okay. help people that is super good. Okay. And let's be a, a, a great, a good community without all the fighting that I'm seeing. Even if I am a fighter, you know who is the people who let's fight? Who? The fighters. Mm. Because we don't need anything to prove. Thank you, Diego. That's the most important thing. You're welcome. Nice having you on the show. All right. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed hearing Diego's story, which is one of entrepreneurship, growing up, learning martial arts and fighting, coming here to the U.S. and honestly overcoming so many odds to build a business for the last 15 years. So make sure you connect with him. All of his information about him and his gym is below in the show notes. And hey, if you're not already connected with me, I want you to do that too. I'm on LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all the good stuff. And hey, don't forget about YouTube. That's where you're likely watching this if you're not listening on your favorite podcast app. So make sure you turn on notifications while you subscribe right there on YouTube. And hey, we'll stay connected. That way you won't forget about next week's episode because we'll be back each and every week. So until then, and I see you back, stay happy, stay healthy.